0: health inquiry continues in regional New South Wales and its hearings in Dubbo have been told a man died in hospital after being treated almost exclusively online and was only visited once by a doctor, a junior doctor. The fifth hearing of the Upper House Inquiry heard evidence from Narromine resident Vicky uh, Kareens, who lost her father in January this year This woman's father was admitted to hospital on Boxing Day 2020 and was only visited by a junior doctor once. She recalled a laptop with a doctor on the screen being brought into the room and the family having to remain there while her father struggled to understand the virtual service. Boy, oh boy. Well, are these virtual doctors helping the health service in New South Wales? Possibly for minor ailments, but four people have died in serious incidents without doctor's president in Western New South Wales hospitals in the past year. I mean, it's just ridiculously ridiculous. A Narromine woman told the parliamentary inquiry yesterday someone would be criminally charged if they treated a dog in the same way their father was treated during his agonising death under the care of a virtual doctor. And it's not just this issue as well virtual doctors, we've got areas in western New South Wales where it's not uncommon for healthcare workers to ration or run out of hospital supplies. They are also borrowing equipment and are forced to physically restrain patients themselves when needed. Why? Well, because there's no security. Here's a little of what uh, has been heard in the last 48 hours as the regional Healthcare summit moves around New South Wales. The ration,
1: and you run out of uh, incontinence pads. Tell yep. us the things that you run out of. It's the everyday stuff, like the incontinence pads, all the dressings, um, the suture equipment. What you want is not there. It's a common occurrence for us that we run out of antibiotics. You said. But the, the hospital was also insecure. We do not have a security guard, so we often, whilst we're running the ward, we can have a dementia patient who walks out the door. Do you have doctors in your hospital? We do most of the treatment ourselves, and then the doctor, a lot of the diagnostics is done via this- telephone, but it opens a big door of mistakes. It definitely does. And there were several examples of support staff at the hospital, tea ladies and cleaners. Assisting with patients. Do you find that you're, have you found yourself in similar situations? So we have had non clinical staff um, helping on the, out in aged care or on the ward if necessary. There is one example I would like to share. A patient attended the emergency department. He was acutely unwell, but he was also aggressive. We relied on virtual health to assist us in this incident. We had to wait 20 minutes for police to arrive. So, unfortunately, we had to restrain this person. Who
0: restrained the the patient? You. (laughs) Whoever was available. Boy, oh, boy. Ryan Park is the Shadow Health Minister. Morning, Parky. Good morning, mate. Uh, Look, the more I hear... I was expecting it. Uh, I've known what's been going on in rural health services for a long time now. It's been neglected by the state government. I mean, we had a royal commission into the the state of uh, the aged care system The headline was neglect. If we held a Royal Commission into Western New South Wales Hospitals, I reckon there'd be a similar headline, Ryan.
1: Well, I don't think we're far off it. If you want me to be perfectly honest. I've been listening to this evidence. I travelled out there uh, yesterday or the day before and had listened to the evidence, and it is heartbreaking and explosive. I talked with the woman uh, who lost her husband when he was admitted on Boxing Day. What a devastating way... For a person to lose their father, sorry, an 92 year old man who was essentially only ever looked at through telehealth. What a terrible, terrible way. Telehealth is always an option, but it can never be a replacement. And that is very, very clear message that we're getting from rural and regional communities. They understand tele- telehealth is a part of the mix. They don't understand that it's been used to replace frontline doctors.
0: Now, it's not just... A lack of doctors. Uh, As you heard in that evidence there from Walt Secord, uh, the Shadow Treasurer, when questioning health officials and nurses, etc. You know, there's a lack of the basics. And we've even got, for goodness sake, operating theatres at some hospitals, including Parks Hospital, where they're turning the lights off a couple of days a week due to cost cuts.
1: We've got brand new facilities, Marcus. When I say brand new, built in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. They're closed more than they're open when it comes to parks. And this is a community who's crying out for additional services. The, the uh, infrastructure and buildings are there and we're not turning the lights on. Yet many of these people are travelling hundreds of kilometres to access basic services like maternity care. I mean, that's not on. And if that was happening in our major cities, including where I am from Bullenrock, they'd be marching in the streets.
0: I mean, the, you say the Liberals and the Nationals have reduced rural and regional health care capacity and they have no plan to turn it around. The Berejiklian government points to hospital upgrades, but bricks and mortar don't save lives. Doctors, nurses and paramedics do, Ryan.
1: That's exactly right. And the problem is there has been new buildings built. No one's arguing that. And at times new buildings are important. But what a lot of these people are saying is, I'll put the new building away. I'd rather have the service, Ryan. They make it very clear that is the problem, that the services on the ground, it's not just the built-in infrastructure, it's the delivery of services that are from these hospitals that they're missing out on.
0: Well, testimonies uh, so far, and we've had more than 700 submissions to this inquiry, are showcasing the healthcare crisis in regional, rural and remote communities in New South Wales. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it highlights some neglect. What do we need to do about it? What can we do? I mean, this mob are going to be in government now for another few more years. People in regional New South Wales can't wait that long to have a a better health care system.
1: We've got a budget coming up in a few weeks, and this inquiry, more than any, should have highlighted the fact that it needs a significant injection, specifically for rural and regional hospitals. Those small hospitals, those base hospitals, need to be prioritised in this budget. They've got all the evidence they need. They don't have to wait. It's been very, very clear. And what we also then need to do is sit down and work with the Commonwealth about what we do in terms of incentives to attract and retain specialists and GPs in these communities.
0: Yeah, I get notes uh from from listeners in regional areas saying, you know, how good is a brand new footy stadium in the city? It's it's great, but it's not you know, when you've you got a nearby hospital, Ramwick or, or others, RPA, St Vincent's, uh that give a much better quality of healthcare service than we get out here in the bush. You know, rather than spending money on this sort of infrastructure and wasting money on cost blowouts, light rail, et cetera, uh, you know, the, this funding should be spent in the bush.
1: The community have every right to be really, really angry when they see massive mega projects in the city blowing out by millions of millions of dollars, yet for their local hospitals running out of incontinent pads or it's running out of any bodies. I mean, Marcus, you can imagine if this was happening in one of our major cities, what would we be doing? you well, the Minister you say, the, would be demanding answers, and the Minister needs to demand answers today and right. get results.
0: How much longer has this uh, inquiry got to run?
1: Well, because the evidence was so damning and the number of submissions was so long, this will go, the, the hearings will continue all the way throughout this year. It'll go north, south and west out to Broken Hill again, Marcus.
0: All right. Well, look, uh, this is good. I just don't want it to be a bloody talk fest with no action following.
1: No, I certainly don't want it to be. It's the last thing I want. What I want to do is use the inquiries to highlight the extent of the problem, and then I want to demonstrate to government that this needs to be fixed and this needs to be given a priority through the budget process.
0: All right, great to have you on. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Ryan Park. Uh